This is the Answer Your Unique Calling podcast. This is a podcast for change catalysts, those that believe we can change the world and that the way things are isn't the way they have to be. Through this podcast, I share tools, tips, and inspiring stories for breaking through limitations, creating meaningful change, and embracing and trusting in your deepest truth. I'm Julian Crossenhill, certified spiritual life coach, human design specialist, and founder of Priest of Unana. I help spiritually-minded professionals discover and embrace a life of possibility, freedom, meaning, and impact. Welcome, and thanks for listening. Welcome to this episode of Answer Your Unique Calling. I'm your host, Julian Crossenhill, and this week I want to talk about frustration. It, for those of you that follow the Soul Expansion Soundboard live streams that I do with spiritual life coach Roz Kincaid every other Friday, you know that we recently had a conversation about frustration on the soundboard. And I think that a lot of the points that were made and a lot of the things that we talked about bear repeating especially for spiritual entrepreneurs or for anyone who's trying to really embrace living true to their human design. And the reason is that frustration is such a huge theme for generators and manifesting generators in human design, which is like 70% of the population. So 70% of us out there have issues with frustration. And spiritual business can be frustrating at times as well. You you think that you're doing everything right. You're really working hard. You're plugging away, plugging away. And sometimes it doesn't feel like you're going anywhere. And that can be a frustrating experience. And I've had a number of clients mention that to me, that they're doing all the things. They're trying to do everything that they have been told that they should do. They're trying to plug away and get their message out there and they feel really frustrated that it just feels like they're stuck in neutral. And I think that that's a common experience. So what I want to do is I want to start by breaking down frustration from a human design perspective because it does impact 70% of us. And then I want to explore a little bit about frustration in your business and some ways that you can break through that frustration and move into a different way of being in which you're a little less activated, perhaps. So from a human design perspective, generators and manifesting generators are designed to respond to their environment. They wait to respond. And when they're not operating, well, there's really two ways that frustration shows up for them. When they're not operating according to their design, when they're trying to initiate things rather than respond, and things aren't turning out the way that they like, they can experience frustration. But the big one is more common in generators than manifesting generators. And generators, their quantum purpose is to master things over time, to do the work of the world and you know master things by working at them over a period of time. For generators, they have a sort of stair-step progression in whatever they're doing. 
So if you're a generator and you're working in your spiritual business, you're going to have a stair-step progression to your business. And what that means is that you have a sudden growth spurt. You make a big breakthrough and you jump forward and then you reach a plateau and it, until you hit the next growth spurt. And for generators in human design, the frustration begins to build at the longer that they're on that plateau. And it really peaks right before they make the big jump to the next level. So Karen Curry Parker, the, the inventor of quantum human design, one of the things that she teaches is that for generators, frustration is a sign of momentum. Okay. But unfortunately, a lot of generators allow the frustration to get to them and they give up right before the big breakthrough. They're like that gold miner who dug and dug and dug and never found gold and then sold his, his plot of land to someone else and, and gave up and, and moved back to the East Coast. And the other person dug six inches and found gold, right? The, the miner gave up right before the big breakthrough. And that's really common with generators because frustration is that sign of momentum. One of the things that Roz mentioned on the, on the expansion soundboard that I thought was really interesting is she started out by talking about how anger and frustration are different. And of course, if you're a manifesting generator, these two kind of blend for you, right? I'm a manifesting generator. And the non-self theme for manifesting generators is both frustration and anger. They have the non-self themes of the generators and the non-self theme of the manifester. Often for a manifesting generator, at least the way I experience it, is that frustration kind of triggers the anger. So I might be doing something and I'm feeling frustration around it. And that frustration then can kind of trigger the anger. And I think for me, it's part of that nonverbal creative flow that I have once I've responded to something. And I respond to something and I start to move into action and into initiation from that response. And I experience frustration somewhere along the line there, usually around my expectations, which I'll get to in a minute. And that will shift into anger. And one of the examples I gave on the soundboard was calling like the insurance company or dealing with customer service and trying to get something done on the phone and just dealing with the red tape and the bureaucracy and the inefficiency. And when I start to get frustrated because I'm not getting anywhere and I'm spending a lot of time on the phone, then I start to get angry. And my, my husband has recognized that about my nature. And one of the things that he has done is taking it upon himself to take over making those phone calls because he can get things done much more quickly because his frustration doesn't trigger his anger. And he's said to me, you know, you just get angry and then you get nothing accomplished and they don't want to help you either because you're kind of being a dick. And it's true. My frustration really can bring out the worst in me and can really get my temper going. I think, though, that the other part of frustration that I want to talk about is there has to be some discernment around this because, you know, I've said that frustration can mean momentum and it certainly can, but sometimes we're not really following our design. Maybe we weren't really lit up about something or maybe we didn't really respond to it and we went ahead and did it anyway 
and now we're feeling frustration. And in that case, the frustration isn't really the momentum anymore. The frustration is a signal that we're out of alignment and we're doing the wrong thing. And we're banging our head against the wall, trying to make something happen that isn't in alignment for us in the first place. So I think it's important to really be aware of that and to use that discernment to take a moment and really ask, what is this frustration trying to tell me? Uh, have I been making stair-step style progress with this particular thing? Because if so, then this is momentum. Or did I pull this out of thin air and decide that I was going to go do it? And now I'm having struggles with it and I'm feeling frustrated because it was out of alignment in the first place. And I think that that's an important distinction to make and an important way that you can check in. And one of the ways that you can do that is by dropping into your body, focusing on the breath and then dropping your awareness into your body, into the sacral and asking yourself the yes, no question. Is this the right thing for me to be doing and listening for the sacral response and for the body to tell you whether this is really what you should be doing or is this, are you frustrated because this is totally out of alignment for you? And that can be a really helpful way to make that breakthrough through that frustration in your business. Let's talk about another type of frustration. And I think it's more about a trigger for frustration outside of our human design because our human design isn't the sole source of where our frustration comes from at times. And one of the other source is our expectations. And I've talked before about what I call the EBFJs, our expectations, blame, fear, and fears and judgments. And our expectations are one that can really lead us to, into frustration. And they do that because we come to a task or to something that we want to do in our business with an expectation of how it's going to turn out. So I can remember the first time I tried to make a video in my business and I had a mental image of this polished, slick marketing video that I was going to make. And of course, being brand new to video editing, having never done it before, the end result didn't match that mental image. And when that happens, we can become frustrated because we've set an expectation that wasn't realistic in the first place, that didn't consider our skill level, our experience, or where we were. And when we didn't meet that expectation, then we experience frustration. And sometimes we throw in the towel entirely because something didn't meet that unrealistic expectation. And that's what really leads us into perfectionism. And I've talked about perfectionism before and how it can be a block and a barrier to moving forward in your business and in your life. A lot of perfectionists won't even try something unless they can do it perfectly the first time. And that's not a realistic expectation. And I think that spiritual entrepreneurs, particularly when they're new in business, if they've never done some of these things, if they've never managed a social media account, if they've never created a brand message, if they've never edited a video, it can be overwhelming to think about learning all of those things. And it can also be very frustrating because there's expectations that it will be easy. 
And another area where I think expectation really challenges spiritual entrepreneurs is around the idea of the overnight success. And of course, in the previous episodes, when I spoke with Sarah Monroe of The Art of Wild Pleasure, we spoke, talked about the expectation around overnight success. Social media gives us this unrealistic expectation that we're going to put something out there and it's going to be an overnight sensation. We're going to launch our first program or launch our first online course and it's going to sell out. It's going to be an overnight success because we see this on social media. We see these people talking about their launch that sold out and their seven figures and their six figure program and their high level, high ticket items and all of this. And what we don't see is the struggle. We don't see the times they launched a program and nobody bought it. We don't see the times the times they gave deep discounts just to get four people in the door for a program. We don't see any of the stuff that went wrong for them because they're not sharing that on social media. They have an agenda through their social media account of portraying an image of this continuous success because they're probably trying to sell you some sort of marketing system or program that they claim is going to create that same success for you. And that's not realistic. You shouldn't have an expectation that a coach is going to automatically get you to seven figures or a six-figure launch or any of that in 30 days like some of these people promise. And I really hate that so many business coaches are out there promising that to people because it makes good business coaches like myself who are really about helping people tap into their authenticity and their and their big why, their soul's purpose of why they're in business and use that as a guiding beacon in everything that they do so that they can build success in their business. And it gives us a bad name. It makes people disillusioned with business coaches in general. And so I find that very frustrating when people are reinforcing those expectations that lead people to be frustrated and to potentially quit before they gain their success. So I've talked about a lot of aspects to frustration. There's sort of the human design aspect. And when we're out of alignment as a generator type, how frustration rises and how for pure generators, it can be a sign of momentum. I've also talked about how frustration can be a signal that we're doing something that we don't really want to be doing or doing something that's out of alignment for us. And how frustration is a signal that our expectations aren't aligned with reality and that we need to shift our expectations. So how do you break through frustration? And I think it's really about dropping into the body. It's about connecting with your sacral and really being clear about, is this really what I want to be doing? Does this feel aligned for me? And then it's also about really examining our expectations. And I think feeling through our body, whether these expectations are realistic, do these expectations feel heavy in our body? Because I think that when we are getting wrapped up in perfectionism and we're setting unrealistically high expectations for ourselves, it feels heavy in our body. We know in our body wisdom that this expectation is unrealistic. And yet we me mentally put that expectation on ourselves and we beat ourselves up when we can't reach it. So 
feeling into the body and feeling through that expectation. And is this expectation a realistic expectation for me? And then finally, releasing judgment and showing ourselves grace when we are unable to live up to our own overly high, unrealistic expectations. That's really a key part of self-love is being able to show compassion to ourselves and to show grace to ourselves. And so allowing ourselves that grace and that compassion when our abilities haven't yet matched the expectations that we have. And just reminding ourselves that our we get better the more we do things. We get better. That's what humans do. We grow and we get better. And so we just need to remind ourselves of that and allow that process to unfold. And a final thing I want to say about frustration is if you're looking at the world and you're frustrated with how it's working, if you're looking at the way people treat each other, and how rude people are, and un how uncivil they are, and how callous or apathetic people can be, if you're seeing that and you're feeling frustration at it, that's a signal to you to do something. Because you have the power to change the world. And that change starts with you. Be the change you want to see in the world. Be the kinder person. Be the person who engages and is interested and curious about other people. Be that person and you will inspire other people to be that person. And soon there will be a group of people being that person. And that's how we see change in the world is it starts with one person. And so if you're feeling frustrated about what's happening in the world or about way, the way things are working, don't accept it. Don't be complicit. Speak up. Make the change that you want to see in the world. Because we can do it. And our frustration is telling us that we need to. Bright blessings. This has been the Answer Your Unique Calling podcast with spiritual life coach Julian Prossenhill. Help others discover this podcast by leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Did this episode speak to you? Is there something you'd like to hear more about? Have a suggestion for a guest you'd like to hear? DM me on social media or use the contact page on my website to let me know. www.priestofanana.com That's priestofanana, I-N-A-N-N-A.com. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at priestofanana. And don't forget to check out the Soul Expansion Soundboard live every other Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. 